The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on Sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's our top story? Alan, our top story tonight is Rotten Tomatoes made a move today to help quiet all the dissenters of the Captain Marvel movie. Well, they didn't make the move today. They made it earlier this week. But I found it to be very odd that they did it. So what they did is they took away the want-to-see-it polling or voting that you could do if you wanted to see it or if you didn't want to go see it because – it had gotten as low as 27% wanting to see it from like a 94, like two weeks ago. Right. And we reported last week that Brie Larson had said some things to anchor some people. And so depending on what website you go on, it's either trolls and angry misogynists were purposely lowering the score of Captain Marvel or it was people that were turned off from the movie because of some things Brie Larson said and the trailers too. Because some people are unimpressed with the trailers. uh, We're lowering it. But I think the issue is that Rotten Tomatoes either capitulated to Disney's request or they took upon themselves to quiet dissenters, I guess is the best way to say it. I guess. What do you think of that? Well, I'm kind of surprised to tell you the truth. You know, that Rotten Tomatoes would do something like that just to kind of calm things down. I mean, the the pre-vote has been around for a long time and... I mean, they're not rating the mood. They're just saying who wants to see it. I mean, everyone can make right. their own choice whether they should or not. You and I have said previously that we're not really too crazy about Captain Marvel, but we're going to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. But yeah. I don't know. I just feel it's weird that they did that because they didn't like that it was getting low numbers. Yeah. And I, don't, I mean, why did they do that before for another movie? We've seen low numbers right. with other movies. Why is Why is this one, you know, the game changer for them? Exactly. And the thing is, listen, when you read about it going down and stuff like that, it was always, they were always pinning it on trolls and things like that. And I, did you, and they were always saying there were reviews. They were giving it negative reviews. And they weren't giving it reviews because no one's seen the movie yet. Right. So you're right. What they were writing was, oh, I'm not interested in this movie. I'm not going to go see it. You know, it was like those kind of things. Yeah. And it's just weird that they did that. It's very weird that they did that. And I have a feeling that if they're not, if they haven't done it already, they'll probably do it with Star Wars Nine too. Do you think there's a conspiracy going on? I think Disney might have contacted Rotten Tomatoes, or I don't know why they would do it. But I mean, doesn't that it, decrease their legitimacy if they're going to be influenced by a company that says, "Hey, don't make my movie look bad." I mean, isn't that why you look at Rotten Tomatoes because it's kind of like it's an aggregated internet service that has they pull all different uh reviews you know that's the right. rotten tomato score so don't you think that kind of devalues their whole purpose of their website yeah i think they do it does it but i think they don't care maybe hmm in the sense that if they anger the studios i mean who knows what kind of power they could threaten the poll on them. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. I don't know if Disney got some. I don't know if they did it because they think it's the right thing to do. I mean, if they believe that the score was because of, I don't, I don't know, man. Because, because they're making moral judgments on people. That, you know what I mean? Yes. If they're going off of, if they're going off of, oh, they're they're misogynist, they're racist, they're this, they're that. I, I don't know. 
it's murky. You know, yeah. like it's for some people, for a lot of people, it's very black and white. If you're a racist, you deserve to get punched. You know, things like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh. it's it's a really murky area when it comes to you know people's civil rights and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's a good move on Rotten Tomatoes. I think they're getting a lot of heat from it. But a lot of websites are reporting it as like a positive thing. And I can't see. It's a form of censorship. And I don't see how that's ever a positive thing. Oh, that's a very good point. It is a form of censorship. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I guess I mean, this is going to be the future. Yeah, who would have thought when Captain Marvel was announced however many years ago that... I mean, I personally was like, well, that's a weird hero to pick because she can't even keep her own comic book going for any. <laughs> that's time, right. But. They even replaced her with a different Captain Marvel. Yeah. I mean, the Captain Marvel I grew up with was, um, she's called Photon now. It was Monica Rambeau. She was the Avengers leader when I first ran into her. She was the one that could turn into light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about her. And I liked her. I liked her a lot. And then she was Miss Marvel. Captain Carol Danvers was Miss Marvel. She has a convoluted history. Hmm. And then they just, they suddenly turned her into Captain Marvel. And, you know, you know I've been reading and, and watching some YouTube videos, and it seems that this is Marvel's way of having a Wonder Woman. And I never realized that before, but Marvel never really had their, that one female hero. You know what I mean? Like that, a lot of female heroes that were Avengers or X-Men that people loved, but they never just had, like, their Wonder Woman. Hmm. And I, I think this is, this is Marvel, at least in the comics, trying to force a female into that Wonder Woman role to be their Wonder Woman. And I think they chose Captain Marvel for some reason. Wow. You know, that's a good point. I never thought about that. If I had to think of like prominent women in the Marvel universe, maybe She-Hulk, Ms. What's her name? Invisible Girl. Well, yeah, I guess there is no like really standalone. Yeah. No, like, well, I, even when you said She-Hulk, I was like, you can't put her popularity next to Wonder Woman's <laughs> popularity. Black Invisible Wonder Woman always part of... Well, yeah, but that was only until recently now. I mean, how big a hero was Black Black Widow until the movies? Oh, okay. How about Rogue? And X-Men. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. And the funny thing about Rogue is she got her flight and super strength because she absorbed Carol Danvers' powers. Oh, that's before. right. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. And see, it's a circle. Time, Life is a time. Is a circle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, it's a form of censorship. It's, you know, without getting into all the different debates online and stuff, it's just weird that people are screaming at other people and their their goal is to get them kicked off of Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and have them silenced. Like, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we grew up, sticks and stones may make rebels, but words will never hurt me. But apparently words hurt a lot now. Yeah, no, that, that's a really good point. I mean, I, I know we usually talk the news, but, you know, the, you know, you and I grew up through the 80s. And, I mean, we went through a lot of things and, you know, we you know, brush that off us and we're okay, but nah, it, it is a different time. It, it definitely is. It's definitely a different time. Yeah. 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 So, um, let's look, we're, we're a week and a half away from, oh my God, it is a sex week. It's sex Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we're a week and a half away from Captain Marvel. Um, we both have bought our tickets like every other Marvel movie. We're anticipating wanting to see it more than once. Has this changed for you? your thoughts on the movie or looking forward to it or not or i mean you mean with the recent controversy yeah um i i'm I, again I'm, I'm i'm not really looking to i mean i mean yeah it's a marvel movie i i think i'm kind of excited because they they make mediocre more than mediocre i mean they, they've always right. surprised me with movies i didn't think would succeed 
So uh, on that aspect, it's cool to see Coulson back on the screen and and a young Nick Fury. I mean that that interests me. But in regards to like if I look on screen, I see Brie Larson, which he pissed me off. Eh, probably not. Yeah. You know? I mean, this is new stuff. I mean, right now it, it seems like little things have become big things and newsworthy things and. You know, whether this was bad press or not, I'm going to watch Dude, we watched Solo. <laughs> I mean, we're going to watch it yeah, anyway. Sure, yeah. So, my thing, I'm just concerned that this is going to. I'm not concerned, but I have a feeling this movie is the unofficial kickoff for the next phase. Because if Skulls, Skulls, if Skrulls are the next big baddie for the next, whatever, five, ten years of Marvel, yeah. this is where they're going to introduce him. This is where it's all going to start. Yes. And my only real concern is that for whatever reason, she comes into Endgame and she's the one that defeats Thanos or the main reason to defeat Thanos. And I don't think that's right. I think it has to be given to the heroes that have worked for 10 years to earn that. Right. Oh yeah. To totally. It's, I think it's a cop out in storytelling. If she flies in and she goes head to head with Thanos and, and she's the reason they win. Right. Which is kind of what is alluded to when, at the end of Infinity War when Sam Jackson texts her. Or sure. Whatever, yeah, her. <laughs> this is beyond their own capabilities bringing Captain yeah. Marvel. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, I don't, as an actress, I have no opinion of her. I've seen her in a few things. She's fine. All this other stuff, I don't really care about the politics. I really don't. It doesn't, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Wow, I can't believe it's a week and a half away already. Yeah, it's coming quick. Oh my god, that means we're only like two months away from Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm really. That's all I yeah, really that's care, all about. I care about. This point. I might yeah. take a Marvel break after. Well, after Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is we don't even know what's coming next year yet. So if there's, I wonder if they're taking 2020 off. Who Marvel? Mm-hmm. Oh wow, you're not. They haven't announced any movies. I don't think. Right. That's right. Yeah, the, the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing has, but that's been on put on hold. From what I understand. Well, they're talking Eternals and they're talking something else. I can't remember now. But there's no way they'll be ready by 2020 if they haven't started filming anything. Oh, Black Widow. Oh, Black yeah. Widow's supposed to start later this year, right? Didn't we right. See? They're going to start filming that. Yeah. So maybe that'll be out in 2020. Yeah. And then what are they going to do with, like, you know, the X-Men properties and all those guys? Right. But you, again, you got to think. They were doing three movies a year. They have nothing announced for next year. And I don't think any, that we know of anything in production. No, it's probably a good thing. You know, the whole Star Wars issue is what we were getting oversaturated with that stuff. That's true, too. Maybe taking a little break is, is good. Gosh, do you realize 2020 there might not be any Marvel movies? There's no Star Wars movies. And I think DC only has one or two things. Well, Wonder Woman's next year, and I think one other thing. Right. Wow. Oh, my God. We're going to have to start reading break. books. What, <laughs> what are we going to podcast about? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Alright, so, Captain Marvel, week and a half, let's see. Let's see. I can't wait to report those box office numbers. <laughs> I, okay, guess, you want to add, add, throw any guesses? I say it hits 100 million for the weekend, maybe a high of 125. I don't think it's going to hit 160 like they were predicting. Oh, is that what they are predicting? Yeah, a few weeks ago they were. Ooh, that's high. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I'm going to see it Thursday night, and... If it's really good, I'll probably see it again Saturday. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'll be better able to tell you Thursday night. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Okay. What are your tickets for? Friday? Uh, I, I don't have tickets. What? what? Okay. Oh, I told you, my theater, is, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty easy one to get into. Right. 
Yeah. I, well, I like the pre-buy because I you get to select your seats. Oh yeah. See, my my theater is still old school. Yeah. We still got a, a, a dude in the projector room. All right. Well, you'll have tickets. <laughs> when are you gonna go? Are you gonna go Thursday night or? Uh, Friday afternoon, most likely. Okay. Is your daughter gonna want to go? Uh, maybe. Maybe. No, yeah. Yeah. She hasn't said anything about it. All right. She usually goes. Yeah, I mean, she went to King Arthur with you. Why didn't she go to this thing? Oh, she was so mad at me. I told you. She went <laughs> yeah. to sleep and she woke up upset that the movie was still going on. It's still on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. funny. All right, Alan. Uh, yes, sir. You know what time it is? It's time to hit it. Boom. Yeah. It's time for free. <laughs> Remember when I used to be able to do that a lot better? <laughs> yes, yes. Very much good. I don't know what happened. Losing your mojo. Right. Anyway, quick hits. Quick hits. Alan. Si, senor. It was recently, in one of Brian Michael Bendis' Superman books, revealed that through, from the past 30, 35 years of DC naming pretty much every major event they had a crisis, that only seven of them are in the universe continuity. Okay, that like the in-universe knows about. Explain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jimmy Olsen has this board where he puts like post-it notes and stuff on it to keep track of stuff. And in the background of one panel is a post-it note that says the seven crises. Crises? <laughs> I don't know. And and then he lists them. And they are all related to big storylines, crossover events that DC has had through the years. But the thing is, some things were missing from there, so they might not be in-universe crises. You ready? Okay. Okay, so the first official crisis is the crisis on Infinite Earths, which was the big one that started it all. And then there was one uh, called the Crisis in Time, which was Zero Hour, which came about 10 years after Crisis on Infinite Earths. And that just messed with the timeline. These were all crises that rebooted the universe in some way. Right made some major changes there's infinite crisis okay which is when superboy prime and alexander luthor from the end of the original crisis messed with time and brought back the multiverse and this is the one where superboy prime punched the universe so hard it brought red hood back to life wow. Jason Todd, remember mm-hmm. that yeah uh there was final crisis which is when dark side took over almost took over the universe uh then flashpoint okay and then most recently there was Convergence, and the most recent one was Dark Knight Metal, which was last year. So those are the seven incontinuity crises of DC Comics. Uh, pretty good. I remember Crisis on Infinite of course, I loved. Zero Hour was pretty good. Infinite Crisis, like the Final Crisis, I had to read like six times before I understood it. <laughs> uh, Flashpoint was good. Convergence, I just got lost in so many books. And Dark Knight Metal was good. And they all have ramifications that reverberate through the uh, DC universe to this day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Jonathan, Aquaman 2, are you excited for it? I just telepathically told you if I was. <laughs> that was good. Aquaman 2 has an official release date December 16, 2022. Everyone's coming back for the ride. James Wan and Peter Safran are they're coming back to direct the movie again. Yeah, how do you not do a sequel to this super huge hit? This movie made over a billion dollars, so they're coming back again. Yeah, I can't wait to see what it's about. Is Wait, Orm you, coming back then? 
Who? Uh, Orm. Oh, I don't know. I right, wonder who's the bad guy since they use black beds already. Well, aren't we assuming that he's coming back? Oh, maybe he'll have a bigger role because didn't he have an end credit scene? Yeah. No, oh, so maybe he'll be the big, big bad. Yeah. You also mentioned, I think, one of the quick hits, the the trench. They're having like a spinoff thing too. They're gonna have their own movie, like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. So they they may kind of develop that stuff also. So it looks what? like Aquaman's. Who who'd have thought Aquaman would be the one to to bring the DC universe back? Yeah, Aquaman and Wonder Woman, huh? Yeah. Who knew? I, I didn't realize, but James Wan's the guy that did the Conjuring stuff, huh? Yeah. And that's the stuff you see that's really scary, right? No, oh, Conjuring scared scared me silly, that's for sure. <laughs> did you see the other, the second one? Yeah, no, that wasn't as good. No. First one was good. But, there, but there's a whole universe, like the Annabelle doll and all that, right? That's all yeah, James Wan. Yeah, that's all James Wan also. And that's pretty cool, Aquaman too. Issues. So we got Wonder Woman 2 in 2020, Aquaman 2 in 2022. There you go. Well, maybe Shazam 2 in 2021. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe we'll finally get a Black Adam movie. <laughs> That's right. Who knows? Never know. Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Quick Alan, the uh, trailer for the Detective Pikachu trailer dropped. Oh. And the movie's coming out May 10th. It stars Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this trailer, and you know me. I know zero about Pokemon. But Ryan Reynolds is basically Ryan Reynolds in a furry yellow <laughs> computer-generated outfit. And I'm like, I might want to go see this thing. <laughs> so it looks really good. I mean, I mean, I think if you grew up with Pokemon, this movie got to gotta be getting you excited. Well, the Pokemon Go app, that I don't know if you played that game. I mean, that's that's made a comeback, and it's it's still widely popular still. Is that the one where people are walking into the, into traffic to catch a Pokemon? Yeah, I have like one of my coworkers. You know, it's funny. I go out to lunch and I'd see him walking around, and I was like, "Yeah, well, that's good. He's 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 taking a walk. He's getting some exercise in." Then I realized he was, he was looking for Pokemons. I was like, oh. "Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't I didn't play that game. I just very popular. I, there's even like Pokemon meetups in my town. Oh my god! Yeah, got to catch yeah. them all." I guess you have to. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, did you see the new trailer or no? Yeah, I did. I think the guy from uh, Bumblebee is in the movie. The guy from Bumblebee? Yeah, the, the girl's neighbor, I think he was. Oh, the kid? Yeah. Oh, is that him? I, I, I looks like him. I thought that was him. Could be. Yeah. Did you? So did it make you want to see it or no? Oh, come on. I think Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is good at it. It's funny. Get some good lines. If it was, if Pikachu was talking like Deadpool, I will watch that movie. Oh my god, that'd be you, you so want, awesome! You, you want a Pikachu dropping f bombs? <laughs> so that'd funny. be excellent. Well, at what point is someone going to take the the lines from the from uh, Deadpool and, and put them in the Pokemon movie or trailer? Oh <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to yeah. happen. It's going to have to happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. May tenth, that's dropping. Speaking of the DC movies, Jonathan, the Warner Brothers movie franchise is going to be a little bit different than Marvel. They actually have been on record saying that they are actually embracing that their movies are actually not connected, which I thought was an interesting move. The CEO of DC, Kevin Suhara, I think is how he says say his name, he's actually okay with it, and they're trying to actually move away from the shared universe model for now in favor of just standalone films. So I guess that's kind of maybe how that explains Aquaman's movie in regards to the recent Justice League movie, I guess. Right, like they nod at it, but they don't lean into it. Right. So, so what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Marvel is the exact opposite. 
Well, this is my thought when I read this. You know how we always, when someone says so-and-so is willing to play so-and-so? Yeah. And we're like, uh, yeah, so, so-and-so wants to take a check from Marvel. Of course they're willing to play. Like, oh, it's news. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So I'm like, is this really news that if DC's moving away from the Marvel model? It's because they tried it and they failed at it. <laughs> so, they, you know, DC's embracing it. Let's connect. They have to embrace it because a connected universe didn't work for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it makes sense. Look, there, it, the problem was... And all these other shared universes that failed, this is what they're worried about. They were worried about creating the shared universe and not worried about the story on the screen that they're putting up there. That's why the mummy failed, because they were more concerned about setting up, you know, that, what did they call it, the dark universe? I mean, they even yes. named it, yeah. you know? And that's what DC was doing. They were too worried about what, you know, thinking two or three movies. They were thinking about the solo movies when they were making Justice League. Right. Uh, and setting those up. And it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And Batman v Superman was worried about, you know, introducing Wonder Woman and not worried about the story, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, it's make good movies, man. I mean, they could be connected. You just don't have to say they are. You, and don't come out and say they aren't connected. Yeah. If sure. Wonder Woman pops up in Aquaman, Wonder Woman pops up in Aquaman. Yeah. You know, because you know, even, I mean, Marvel is only connected because they, they had that end credit scene which you know how many people saw the first time around not a lot yeah you know so Iron Man would and, and if you think Iron Man and the Hulk were kind of not really connected that's you know, true that's te- yeah yeah that's a tenuous connection they made yeah I mean look at um, Venom you know yeah. it's it's in the Spider-Man sort of universe but they don't really even acknowledge each other right and is that gonna is Mobius gonna be in the same universe or no who knows who knows yeah yeah and that's fine because you had the Dark Knight movies, and then you have Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and then you're gonna have Shazam, and right. See, yeah, okay. It's smart on their part. See, si, Senor. Great, great. Alan, the Oscars were this past Sunday. Did you watch? What? Exactly. Nor did I. <laughs> uh, I did. But yeah, so so some comic book movies may um, took home some gold. Oh, right on. I guess the mo- I don't know if it's surprising, but I guess the biggest one for comic book movie was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Feature. That's cool. Which is yeah, which is as close as an animated movie will get to Best Movie Award because they're not mm-hmm. they, they created a separate category for the animated ones. Yeah. But the Black Panther also won for original score. It won three: original score, costume design, and production design. Did not win the big one it was nominated for, which was Best Movie. Um, but it was funny as I was reading the story, I just suddenly remembered. A couple of years ago, that the Suicide Squad, I believe, was the first. Well, it won an Oscar. Suicide Squad won an Oscar. It won an Oscar? For like sound or special effects or something. But oh. it, yeah, it actually won an Oscar. Okay. And I remember being like, oh, okay, so that's something <laughs> as one of the Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is this. <laughs> I might, might think my going into the Oscars, not that I was really against the Black Panther, but I was kind of like, if that wins Best Picture, and Infinity War wasn't even nominated, that would make no sense. Because Infinity War, in my eyes, was a better picture than Black Panther. Oh, yeah. But it... Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's kind of like a part one. Kind of like what they did yeah. with Lord of the Rings. I hope so. Yeah. I, ho- I hope I hope a year from now we're talking about Endgame winning Best Picture. You think it's going to win Best Picture? It'll be nominated, maybe. <laughs> maybe nominated, yeah. 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 But, or he... The, you know, the, the Rooster Brothers may get one of those achievement awards of, of some sort. Maybe, yeah, or maybe they get they get best directors, right? Right, yeah, they can do that too. 
So we'll see. Well, I, let's put it this way. I at least hope they get gets nominated for some of these bigger awards, you know? Yeah. Because they're not going to get any of the actor awards, best actor, supporting actor, anything like that. Or maybe, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they'll, they'll throw uh, Robert Downey a bone for 10 years of work. Right. You never know. Anyway, so hey, we'll see. the impact of Endgame is going to be huge. I mean, look, we lost half the heroes and that stunned everybody. Now, yeah. now there's a potential really, like really legitimately losing heroes because contracts are over. Right. It's funny because I don't know why they did this, but the heroes we did lose in if any war, we all kind of knew we we're going to have a movie. <laughs> Come yeah, it's right. Spider-Man, so, Black Panther. Spider-Man, Black Panther, half the Guardian or most of the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. Doctor Strange. <laughs> right. Yeah. All people are going to have a sequel. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All, All right. Interesting. Quick, quick. Jonathan. Alan. Disney Plus Star Wars series The Mandalorian has wrapped season one already. I'm wow. I'm actually kind of shocked it's done because we reported back in October. Uh, John Favreau started this whole development just a few months ago, and they're they're done already. But they have to finish all these things up. They want this to be their premiere show when the Disney Plus launches later this year. So are you excited about it? Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this (laughs) stupid thing. Uh, We don't have a launch date for Disney Plus, so we don't have a launch date for The Mandalorian. We still don't know. We just know some of the people are in it, like uh, Apollo Creed's in it, right? Yeah, or at least yeah. one episode. We know who the directors are. Did they, did you get an episode count? Or, well, I didn't, I but uh, they did mention some characters that will be in it. R five R five D four IG eighty eight. Wait a second, R five D four wasn't he the the red droid He's that exploded? Droid. Yeah, yeah, but he exploded in New Hope. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's multiple R five D fours. Guess so. Who knows? Does that mean there's more than one R two D two? Oh. This guy. Because they call them R2 units. Yeah, but they all have different designations. Yeah. I thought the round the R2s had the, like the like the rounded head and the R5 was more of that the square head. Square heads kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but okay. Um <laughs> IG88, I was never you know, a lot of people, especially the toy collectors, they love the bounty hunters. I never oh, got they're that. They're so badass. I don't care about whatever. IG88. Bosk, Dengar, come on. Dude, they were so mysterious. Remember in Empire, they're all just up there and they're like, go after Hans. I know what I don't tell they said, but they were just, they're in the movie so briefly, but they were just so yeah. mysterious. That's what I mean. It's like, what's so big about them? I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, I'm excited about this thing. I can't wait. This might be the thing that saved Star Wars in my eyes. Okay. I'm, I am, I can genuinely say I'm looking more forward to The Mandalorian than I am episode nine. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, I really oh, am. Man. Ten episodes of Star Wars? Well, we think maybe ten, at least ten episodes of Star Wars. Man. I yeah. re-watched episode eight recently. Why were you being punished? so bad. So bad. The worst thing is I spent a whole year watching all these different YouTube videos pointing out why it's bad. <laughs> okay. so there's, there's no way you can watch that movie and not see everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So bad. It's just a bad movie, dude. You know, there's too many yes men sur- surrounding these people at Disney. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's great. Yeah. Do it. Yes, awesome. I love the it. whole cas- the, you can cut the whole casino scene out, and it wouldn't change the movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. There, <laughs> it's, it's totally pointless. All right, let's not. I mean, all well, right, it's another show. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a third show in the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's almost two years later. <laughs> 
The wound right. is still fresh. Okay. It really is. <laughs> Quick it. Alan, the Jane Silent Bob sequel to Jane Silent Bob Strike Back called Jane Silent Bob the Reboot has officially started filming. Kevin Spacey, who is a social media maniac, has been posting things and he's going to do a video blog or vlog, whatever they call it, a diary of uh, production. And it's due out possibly around Christmas time. You excited for James? Wait, do you say Kevin Spacey's in this movie? Did I say Spacey or Smith? Spacey. Well, I meant Smith. Oh, I was like, what? I thought like I was out of Hollywood. I don't know. I thought I said Smith. Anyway, so you excited about seeing Jane Silent Bob back on the screen? Uh, Not really. Yeah, I mean, I was never a Jane Silent Bob acolyte. Like, these people that love him. Yeah. I I really like Jane Silent Bob's right back. That's a funny movie. (laughs) I rewatched that pretty recently, within the past six months, and I forgot how funny that movie was. Right. Uh, So I'm, uh, you know, I'll watch this one, but, and Chasing Amy's my favorite. That is a good movie, movie, yeah. But the other ones, I don't know, I didn't. Like Clerks, I totally don't see the appeal of it. But uh, God, some people love right. that one. Yeah, Mallrats was okay. I like Chasing Amy. Dogma was pretty good. Geely, and then is that no. one. Geely, no Jersey Girl. Oh, Jersey Girl. Sorry. And um, well, they were both in it. That's why with the J Lo and Affleck. Right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I like the Jason. The funny thing is, oh, Mallrats. No, Clerks. Clerks Two wasn't that supposed to be his last? The, uh, movie set in that universe, I think. Oh, was it? I think so. I don't know. So anyway, are you more excited with this the, this show, Jay and Silent Bob, or Bill and Ted? I guess this one, if I had to choose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bill and Ted, I'm just like, like I remember the first one. The second one's a blur to me. I remember they played chess with death. Uh, I don't remember the second one. Yeah, it's a blur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I'm just like, what? Bill and Ted. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Quickie. <laughs> Jonathan. Yes. Different than Disney, where they're going to have se- like a totally separate entities with their movies, Marvel Studios is doing the exact opposite. Kevin Feige has said that with the Disney Plus shows that they're going to have, everything is going to be very connected. More so than before where, you know, on Netflix they would have shows and they may have mentioned some things in the movies as well as a TV show, S.H.I.E.L.D., where they had two, um, you know, I think they had Nick Fury and Sith, I think, on the show. Sith showed up once, yeah. Yeah, so Marvel Studios is saying with Disney+, Plus, everything will be completely connected. Very different. Well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna that. it's gonna extend the Marvel Cinematic Universe into the television world. Let me ask you something. Go for it. We've been ta- we've been talking about the end of the um, the bubble when the bubble bursts when the superhero bubble bursts. Oh, right. Yeah. Do, do you think we're getting close to it? Are we getting close to it? Um, hmm. Are we getting close to it? It's close. I don't know how close we are, but I would say it's close. Because, yeah, you know, I, I liked the movie Quiet Place, which I'm going to mention later on, only because it just it was nice to see something different. Right. You know, Bird Box was really popular recently on Netflix. D- different. It was it was it's funny because that's not really a different genre of movies, but we've just been force fed superhero movies lately that it almost seems anything but a superhero film is actually a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, that's true, too. I just think Avengers Endgame is a nice 
kind of jumping off point for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Like, are they going to, like, that's the thing. If, if the Skrulls of Secret Invasion is the next thing, is it going to be a 10 year rollout? Because I don't know if I got another 10 years in me. <laughs> Especially if they're talking about, like, the, you know, like, they're talking about properties that, the Eternals. I mean, come on. I mean, is that something you're excited yeah. for? Oh, I'm not. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying they won't do it well. Yeah, but yeah, they are kind of picking odd things. But then we forget that they also got all the X Men and all that stuff back. Sure. So it's going to be nice to see what they do with that. Yeah, I'm excited for that end of the Marvel Universe. I want to see what they do with the X Men. I want to see who the new X Men are going to be, like who the new Wolverine is, if they even have one. You know, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but but if you think about it with the TV connection, are we going to get X Men TV shows? That'd be interesting too. I mean, they are out there. You know, there's uh, Gifted or whatever, but. I don't know, like, with them being all connected, is it going to be too much? On the big screen, on the TV? Hmm. I mean, I guess if it's not to the point where you have to watch everything to get it. Right. You know, like, you need to watch this show to understand that show, to understand that person, the movie. Right. I mean, if it's not that closely woven, I think I'm going to be okay with it. All right. All right. Well, let's see. All right. They're giving us a lot of reasons not to leave the house. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Alan. Yes. The Gremlins. Remember the movies from the 80s? Gremlins and Gremlins 2? Yes. Well, it appears Warner Brothers is going to be making a cartoon about the Gremlins. Uh, no no word if it's going to be more adult-oriented or more kid-friendly. Uh, but it's supposed to take place before the first movie, meaning they're in whatever country they were bought from. Maybe they'll explore their origins. Who knows? And it will premiere on the WB... Or, I'm sorry, the Warner Brothers Media Streaming Service, which we don't have a name for yet. Hmm. So I think that's a smart idea to bring back the Gremlins in cartoon form. Frankly, I'd like for them to bring a bunch of stuff back in cartoon form. Bring the Ghostbusters back in cartoon form. Bring Indiana Jones back in cartoon form. Holla. Uh, okay, Bill and Ted could come back in cartoon form. Back to the Future. Oh, I, I would like that one, actually. But, but more adult-oriented, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good idea. Bring instead of doing like like Saturday morning level cartoons, more adult oriented cartoons to satisfy you know the, the adults that actually know these movies. Right, because there was a Saturday morning cartoon for Back to the Future. There was one for Ghostbusters. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, I watched it as an adult. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's funny. That's good stuff. But yeah, so yeah, Gremlins. Wow. Yeah. That's that's an interesting story, and that'd be interesting to kind of flesh out a little bit. I tell you what, the first one was really good. Yeah, I liked the first one a lot. I don't remember the second one to tell you the truth. The second one takes place in like I think Donald Trump's actually in it. What? I think it takes place in like Trump Tower or something like that. Come on, Hulk Hogan's in it. Oh god, um, I gotta watch it now. Why? Yeah, Why come I don't remember this movie? They they all make like a bunch of people make like tiny uh, cameos in it. Oh, how funny! Yeah, Gremlins Two if you can find it. Okay. All right. All right. John, John Krasinski is back, set to direct A Quiet Place 2. He's coming back to direct and write uh, a very popular movie. This movie, you know, had a low budget and it made buco bucks. Are you? Ex- oh, shoot. You didn't see this movie, did you? I did. I saw it. Oh, you did? Yeah, All right. video or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like yeah, to I, see I like more of a prequel or, or a continuation? Um, well, the way it ended, I'd like to see a continuation. Hmm. Because now it looks like Emily Blunt's going to go all Ellen Ripley on it. <laughs> That's right. You know, like aliens. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and she'd so have her baby be, by then. So and well, she had the baby already, right? Oh, that's right, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then she got the two kids. Yeah. Right. So it'll be uh, be interesting to see. Now, do you need to know what happened to the Earth and who these aliens are, or you just want them? Like, the, what, what do you prefer, prequel or continuation? Uh, maybe a continuation. I mean, what made the yeah. movie interesting was that you just didn't know a whole lot about the bad guys anyway, like the aliens. You just kind of formulated that in your head. Yeah, I like that. I don't know that. I, mean, I think that ruins some movies when people have to know too much of the background. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did Han Solo get his last name? <laughs> Who in the world actually asked that question? Oh, maybe we need to figure out what his, what his last name is going to be. And let's tell it in such a stupid way. Yeah, I know. Why could his last name just be Solo? Yeah. Like, is there going to be a scene in the in the Anakin movie about, what do you like to do? Well, I like to walk around when the clouds aren't out and I see nothing <laughs> but sky. Huh. Hmm. Skywalker. Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, right. yeah, so quiet place too, more quieter. <laughs> it's called Shh. <laughs> okay, <You're> so stupid. <laughs> Quick hit. <laughs> okay, in fantastic casting news, Alan. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth, the mighty Thor himself is going to kind of play a different Marvel hero. Okay. He's going to play Hulk. What? Hulk Hogan, that is. <laughs> I'm Hulk Hogan, the greatest wrestler of all time. Yes, he's, Chris Hemsworth has been cast as Hulk Hogan in the uh, upcoming Hulk Hogan biopic. Wow. That's exciting. Yes, and the Iron Sheik has already threatened the jabroni with a suplex <laughs> if he doesn't uh, do a good job with it. You are worse than Hulk Hogan. So, the jabroni. Yeah. The jabroni. <laughs> that's awesome. First of all, I think that's incredible casting. What do you think? Yeah, it is. I mean, if he, if he has a stature, you know, I, I, I think he could pull it off. I mean, of all the... Wouldn't you say Hulk Hogan's probably the most popular, you know, during the 80s of wrestlers? Yeah, he's, most well he's known. probably one of the, he's probably the most popular wrestler of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we might have to do a casting call of wrestling. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if one. any of us would have gotten Chris Hemsworth. Wow. Uh, I wonder if any of us would have picked him. No, not not in my head. So um, we have to. I know you're not. You don't watch wrestling as much as I do. So we have to pick the really really popular ones. So you got Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan. Who could be? You know who Roddy Piper was right. Oh yeah. Yeah. To play Roddy Piper. Are we gonna do this now? Just pick someone real quick. Top of your head. <laughs> oh, jeez, off the top of my head, I have to pick someone that's more like a wise ass, I guess. Who would be the current wise ass? Uh Chris Pine. But, well, okay, there you go. I'll just put all the Chris's in there. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. Alright. So we yeah, we might have to do a whole show now. <laughs> Nikolai Volkov, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, God. Mach- I, Macho I love Man. the 80s wrestling. Fantastic. <laughs> Tito Santana, yeah. Hell yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to do a whole episode on that. Absolutely. WWF casting call. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, obscure. I'm going to see the whole thing in my <laughs> Yeah, it'd be interesting. All right. Pretty good. Pretty good. 
Kyle, I got some weekend box office numbers. Hit it. How to Train Your Dragon 3, I guess, or up to? I don't even know. Debuted this weekend with $55 million. Wow. Alita Battle, Alita Battle Angel need $12.3 million for a total domestic of $61 million. Mm-hmm. And Lego 2 Movie made $9.6 over the weekend for a total domestic of $83.3 million. Wow. Not too shabby. Yeah. It's been a week. Uh, they are saying that it's been a week first two months of, of a year since like 2014 I think hmm. um, but they expect that to change obviously with Captain Marvel in March Shazam in early April and Game at the end of April excellent Alan DC and Walmart's partnership where they um, DC would produce and Walmart would sell 100 page giants which featured a reprint of an old story and a new story and some other stuff <laughs> uh, they sold for five dollars at Walmart. They're doing very well. It looks like they're going to be expanding. All right. Currently, I think it's Superman, a Batman, and a Teen Titans comic, and maybe even a Wonder Woman. I'm not sure, um, but they look to—they're looking to expand it. And which I don't understand this, but they're saying uh, they might release them to like comic specialty shops too, which you would think would go against their deal with Walmart, but whatever. I've yet to read a hundred-page Giants, but the buzz online is that the original stories. Are usually pretty good. Okay. Quick it. Quick it. Space Jam 2, Alan, will begin filming this summer for a summer 2021, I believe, release. Space Jam 2 will star LeBron James. Who else? Uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> well, ask a silly question. That's all. That's all, the only basketball player they got so far? Oh, I'm sure they'll get other people like they did the first one. Yeah. I don't know. Who, who else? Who'd you put there? So you have to make the Monstars team. It's five other basketball players. Who would it be? Uh, Kevin Durant. Okay. Carmelo Anthony, because he needs a job. Burn, but okay. <laughs> oh, I guess I got to say Christophe Persingas, because the guy's a freak. He's seven foot four. Is he, would he be the center, I'm assuming? <laughs> Probably. The guy's a baby. <laughs> turkey. All right, who else? Because I watch basketball, so I, I don't know. Maybe no, I'm number up. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a good news story, then. I'm glad I brought it up. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Alan, mercy killing at this point. You have some news. Oh, yes. For those of you that are in the San Jose area, they have the Toy Con coming up at the San Jose Super Toy Store, March 2 and 3. Special guest will be Karen Allen, who played Marion from Raiders of the Lost Ark. She'll be there for the two days. So uh, I'll be there. Come and uh, hang out with me. Are you going to wear your shirt? Are you going to wear your shirt, dude? Oh, yeah, I got my indie sweatshirt I can, that I got for Christmas. Well, how are people going to know it's you from Nerd Me if you have your Nerd Me? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I guess I got to wear the, <laughs> I gotta wear the Nerd Me Do you remember shirt. that you had one? <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you have to make it sound like <laughs> you're being punished. <laughs> yeah, look for me. I'll, hang, I'll, either have, I'll either have the Nerd Me shirt or an Indiana Jones hat on. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you figure out what you're getting signed by her? My fedora. You are? Which one? Uh, the one I actually got from my birthday that I got from one of my coworkers. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very excited. Very yeah. excited. Big Indiana Jones want, fan. If you want, you can send it to me. I'll get it signed by short round at my convention. I like to do it in April. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> that would be amazing. All right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, you should try to get, I mean, honestly, you should try to get as many people as you can that have been in any of the Indiana Jones. Most movies. of the cast just left Pensacola, Florida. They had Sala was there. They had, uh, Oh, they're Pensacon or whatever. Yeah. Belloc was there. I mean, they had a, a good group over there. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So you should, you should keep an eye out for the ones near you. Maybe they'll, maybe they're touring together. You know what I mean? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Harrison Ford's a big get though. I think so. And I don't think you're going to see him at a Santa Clara. <laughs> Not the toy club. <laughs> I don't think so. No. All right. So Alan, thus ends Quick Hits, and thus ends another episode of The Week in Geek. This is Alan signing off. And this is Jonathan saying, you stay classy wherever you are. <laughs>